Hey, welcome to the session. In this podcast, we're going to cover some exciting brand new information just out of December 20th, 2018 regarding the safety of vaginal estrogen in postmenopausal women. Does vaginal estrogen lead to an increase in myocardial infarction, stroke, or cancer? Well, let's take a look at this data and review genitourinary syndrome of menopause now. Although the use of systemic hormone therapy has dramatically declined since the initial 2002 publication of findings from the Women's Health Initiative, some three-fourths of U.S. women aged 57 to 74 are still sexually active. Also known as vulvovaginal atrophy, genitourinary syndrome of menopause, or GSM, refers to the physical changes of the vulva, vagina, and the lower urinary tract that results from estrogen deficiency and represents a common and progressive condition that adversely affects health, sexuality, and quality of life for many menopausal women. Genitourinary syndrome of menopause may cause the vagina to shorten and narrow and the introitus can contract, particularly in the absence of penetrative sexual activity. The vaginal epithelium becomes thin and sebaceous gland secretions diminish, causing lubrication from sexual stimulation to be delayed as well as decreased. The term atrophic vaginitis refers to the inflammation that can occur with this syndrome. Now, in contrast with vasomotor symptoms, the genitourinary syndrome of menopause often progresses without treatment. Now remember, because many women with this condition may not report symptoms, clinicians should inquire about these symptoms, including vaginal dryness and sexual discomfort during well-woman visits, of course, especially in menopause. Now, in general, therapy can be either systemic or local. Systemic hormone therapy is effective in treating symptoms of genitourinary atrophy. However, 10 to 15% of women will experience vulvovaginal symptoms during the use of systemic systemic therapy. Such symptoms become more likely when lower than standard dosages are used. So in this setting, low-dose vaginal estrogen can be added to systemic hormone therapy. Low-dose vaginal estrogen represents highly effective treatment for symptomatic genitourinary syndrome of menopause. Now remember that in women without systemic symptoms like hot flashes, local therapy is preserved for these vaginal complaints. Systematic reviews have noted that tablets, the ring, and creams have comparable efficacy in treating vulvovaginal symptoms, so the patient can use whichever method they prefer. Remember that vaginal estrogens have also been found to reduce the risk of recurrent urinary tract infections and overactive bladder symptoms in menopausal women. The low-dose vaginal E2 ring is actually approved to treat urinary urgency and dysuria. However, in contrast to that, systemic hormone therapy has been noted to actually increase urinary incontinence, especially stress incontinence symptoms. All right, when we come back, let's get into the proposed safety statement from the college and the North American Menopausal Society before we take a look at the brand new data from December the 20th, 2018. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, well, what about safety of vaginal application? Well, the American College of OBGYN and the North American Medical Menopausal Society recommend that low-dose vaginal estrogen therapy be used as long as needed, including indefinitely, and do not recommend routine use of concomitant progestin therapy just for endometrial protection during the use of long-term estrogen application. In the absence of reported spotting or bleeding, ACOG states that routine endometrial surveillance does not need to be done. All right, now let's say a quick word about the current black box warning from the FDA regarding vaginal estrogens. Currently, all estrogens, including the vaginal approach, carry a black box warning issued by the FDA for a potentially increased risk of heart attacks, stroke, blood clots, and breast cancer. However, leading authorities state that this black box warning is placed despite a lack of any observational or clinical trial evidence for chronic disease risk related to vaginal estrogen use. Now, according to ACOG's clinical expert series from October in 2015, there is a move from the medical scientific community to change this current black box warning on vaginal estrogen use. This recommendation to change the warning are based on several observations. The first is that blood steroid levels are substantially lower with low-dose vaginal estrogen. The second is that neither clinical trials nor consistent observational data suggest an elevated risk of any of these conditions listed in the black box warning. And third is that there is an absence of evidence suggesting that the small changes in blood hormone levels observed during the use of these low-dose vaginal formulations increase the risk for endometrial or breast cancer or even venous thromboembolism. But now there is new data that supports that 2015 ACOG recommendation to remove that black box warning from vaginal estrogen. Let's get into the brand new study that just came out on December the 20th, 2018 regarding this exact topic. In December 2018, a brand new study looked at 18 years of data on vaginal estrogen and found that it was not tied to any added risk of heart or cancer risk. Use of vaginal estrogen was not tied to an increased cardiovascular or cancer risk. Again, that's the clinical pearl. Looking at postmenopausal women who participated in the Nurses Health study, vaginal estrogen use in women with or without an intact uteri was not associated with any increased risk of several cancers or cardiovascular outcomes over the 18-year follow-up period. This study was published in the journal Menopause, and it found that the risk of several health outcomes was not statistically higher compared with the risk in women who did not use vaginal estrogen in a fully adjusted model. 
As for specific health concerns, myocardial infarction, stroke, or pulmonary embolism slash DVT was not statistically increased in vaginal estrogen users. Included in the assessment of all cancers was the risk for invasive breast cancer, ovarian cancer, endometrial cancer, and colorectal cancer, although the risk for endometrial cancer obviously included only women with an intact uteri. Invasive breast cancer, ovarian cancer, endometrial cancer, and colorectal cancer were not statistically increased in the vaginal using group. This study adds to the growing body of data showing the long-term efficacy and safety of low-dose vaginal estrogen, which works primarily locally with minimal systemic absorption. This vindicates the 2015 ACOG recommendation to remove that black box warning. This prospective analysis included nearly 900 postmenopausal women currently using vaginal estrogen who were compared with approximately 53,000 non-users. Current users of systemic hormone therapy were excluded from the analysis to focus on the vaginal use. Overall, this is good news and adds to the credibility of the ACOG recommendation that vaginal estrogen application, specifically for genitourinary symptoms related to menopause, is safe. Okay, now as we wrap up the podcast, we do have to be transparent and give a limitation of the study. Neither information on the type of vaginal estrogen, whether it was a tablet, a cream, ring, or a suppository, nor the specific doses of estrogen were actually collected. So that's a known limitation of the study, but nonetheless, the results are very reassuring. All right, that wraps up our podcast, taking a look at a brand new study on the safety of vaginal estrogen over 18 years of data. The reference of this podcast came from the journal Menopause with the lead author, Manson. The title of the article is Vaginal Estrogen Use and Chronic Disease Risk in the Nurses Health Study. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Clinical Pearls. Mm-hmm.